The following program, the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show, is paid for in full by Acunet Mortgage, LLC, an equal housing lender, consumeraccess.org, number 255-368. The advice and opinions expressed during the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts and guests of Acunet Mortgage, LLC, and not WTMJ or Good Karma Brands. Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show getting you inside information on buying, selling, and financing your home with expert advice from AccuNet Mortgage and Realty. And now, here's Brian and David Wickert. Well, good morning, and welcome to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm Brian over here, the old guy with the gray hair, that smarter-looking, younger, taller fella is my son, David, who's our Chief Client Experience Officer and Senior Loan Consultant at AccuNet Mortgage. Remember, if you've got a question, or a comment, you can call and text us on the old National Bank talk and text line, which is 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. And remember, you can always grab a copy, a podcast, I think they call it, David, of today's show, anywhere mm-hmm. you normally get your podcast. All right. So you were talking with Libby about this uh, before, the sh- before the news last Thursday. All of a sudden, the mortgage world, when it comes to our favorite loan, the 30-year fixed rate, from our friends at Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, hey, it's going to get more complicated. And and they're doing, they made a surprise announcement, or at least I didn't see it coming. Did no. you see it coming? No. Nobody saw it coming. So Thursday afternoon, they rolled us on. They say, hey, we're changing our pricing scheme, and, um, and we're going to get more granular relative to credit score, and we're also going to uh, add a new aspect to pricing the risk, which translates into, hey, what's your rate going to be and what do you got to pay in closing costs? And we're going to add the, a measurement of how much of your gross monthly income are you using to make the payments on your house plus all your other monthly obligations like student loans, credit cards, car loans and leases, et cetera. Yeah, you got a question? D- I've got it. I've been trying to think of what is the metaphor for what, what happened on Thursday? And it's, so interest rates are a recipe. There are yeah. many ingredients. And on Thursday... More, there are now more ingredients That's into to say how we make the recipe. Well, so I always chuckle, as I'm sure you do, and any other practicing mortgage loan origination in the world, originator in the world, when someone says, "Hey, Dave, yeah, what's your thirty-year fixed rate? What's the rate? Yeah, well, what's the well? It turns out I counted them up because I have them listed on our show notes today. Uh, there are ten fact, just ten only." factors that go into the answer of what rate can you get and the ones that are the same and and are not changing are your credit score uh the down payment if you're if you're buying a home or remaining equity if you're doing a refinance whether or not there is a second mortgage or home equity line of credit that's always or for the last 15 or 20 years been a factor because it affects your equity the occupancy of Mm -hmm. your home whether it's a primary residence versus a vacation home or a rental property that matters the property type has mattered for quite a while whether you're a single family detached or a condo uh, whether you're a duplex or a three-unit property um, the loan purpose hey are you getting this mortgage to buy a home are you just refinancing the balance you have or you're looking to take cash out that matters this is kind of something now this next one i'm going to mention is getting more and more important yes what's your qualifying income and you would think that the answer would be more is better right just like higher credit score sure it's better but in this new more complicated recipe world for mortgage lending it turns out that if your income is below the qualifying income 
So we can leave off some income, right? We don't oh, yeah. have to use both borrowers' income if you don't need it to qualify. So if we can make your qualifying income $96,100 or lower, that's a 100% of area median income in the four-county area, Milwaukee, southeastern Wisconsin, we can get you a better deal. Yeah. What? If, you're, if your income is 127000 or less and you have a three- uh, or more person household, we can get you a much better deal. Yes. Because then all these little, I'm calling them penalties. They call them loan level price adjusters, but they're really risk penalties. Loan level penalties. Well, loan level penalties. Those all get uh, waived if you're under certain income thresholds. Um, your loan amount matters, whether or not you ask for property taxes, and the state also matters. Um, but we just said we're adding two more. The financial blood pressure, how much of your monthly payment are you using? And then I literally said to a home uh, uh, buyer who's buying a second home in Florida, which remind me there's a story about that. I literally said to him on Tuesday, it doesn't matter if your credit score is 740 or 820. Yeah. It's all the same in the, oh, oh. not anymore. Not and, anymore. And this is all going to take effect, we think, about March 1st for applications. Um, and so now it's every 20 FICO point bucket from 620 all the way up. Now the top is 780. Yeah. So, and, and in between there, you got a, six, a 760 to 779 band as well. So yeah. things are more granular. David, before we're going to, I'm going to give you one example. Or what is the takeaway from this in the mortgage rate and closing up? recipe oh well the the punchline is because the recipe is getting more and more complicated who you you know use to line up your mortgage matters more than ever because with lots of moving parts and especially dad as you pointed out the income piece and how to use that tool to help clients get a better rate and closing cost game plan uh, honestly the the punchline is if you call the wrong bank or the wrong lender, you could be getting a higher rate and higher costs if they're not paying attention to all the moving parts to for and, and new ingredients in that recipe. When we come back from this first break, I've got a, a specific example for you on that income-driven uh, pricing. All that when we come back, you're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. Home buying advice from the guys who know it best. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. Welcome back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm David, and that robotic guy over there, that was Brian. And uh, we'll come back to uh, Dad here in just a little bit. But I wanted to pick up what we were talking about here on, at the first segment um, because... On Thursday, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac's regulator, the FHFA, came out with more ingredients as to how we arrive at the recipe of any borrower's particular interest rate. And the one that I think that becomes more and more um, distinct is the one that focuses on income. So Dad highlighted 
that uh, there's this thing called area median income. And so for any address where you live, you're part of a census tract. And so Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac have a nationwide map, we'll call it, where tract by tract, they highlight what is the area median income for that particular address and that particular tract. And so Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac put together special pricing when for two things at least if you are at or below 100 percent of the area median income for that tract uh or if you are at 80 percent 80 percent of that area median income so for those programs the one that's called 80 percent those are called home ready and home possible it's about basically for most parts of uh, southeastern wisconsin the income that we list on your application needs to be at or below $76,000. But let me let me put this in terms of like what I'm going to say what people mostly pay attention to when they call 1-800-ACUNET. Hey, what's your interest rate? What are your closing costs? And now more than ever, I, I put together an example. If you were buying a $275,000 house, which is actually a little bit below the median price here for um, the Milwaukee area, which is closer to three hundred. dollars let's just say two seventy-five. dollars and you've got 700 credit, you know, which is, you know, not, not too bad, not too awesome, but 700 right down the middle. If you weren't talking to a savvy lender like Acunet, they would say, uh, okay, 700, 5% down. That's an interest rate of, <clears throat> wait for it, 6.5%. Your APR is 72 and that's still paying $2,400 worth of cost because they're not sprinkling or thinking smart about using that income specific um, reduction in rate and cost. Because, so regular, boring, not smart mortgage, 6.5%. You call Acunet and we say, oh, you're at or below this you know, median income or the or the income that we put on your application, we can stay below that 80% of where you're thinking about buying. The boring bad mortgage is at six and a half. The smart mortgage is at, wait for it, 5.99% for the same amount of cost. That is wow. a world of difference. That is over a hundred, that's $111 difference in payment for for doing nothing more than being smarter about how we put together the mortgage 111 dollars i mean dad as we call borrowers on to say on a refinance hey do you want to save a hundred dollars a month and refinance sure. borrowers say that all the time but a home buyer i mean that's real money the day you move in right yep yep so you know it's all about being a sharp practitioner and you know, frankly, we think we've got the sharpest. And all of our licensed loan consultants have six or more years, and we do a high amount of volume. You just don't know what you're going to get if you go to a big bank, um, a credit union, especially a big national bank. They aren't going to be aware of some of the more specialty programs like we have access to. Uh, right. My favorite is the 5.75 30-year fixed rate uh, with no points. And that's for incomes in southeastern Wisconsin up to 127000 for three and more household three or three or more person households um right. and and that that's that's pretty generous I and mean, that covers a lot and the apr and that if you put three percent down and you had great credit could be as low as 5.95 so 
not everybody has everything in their toolkit. Maybe I got to put that ad back out there where, you know, I think I said the tool belt. I don't remember tool chest, tool belt, something like that. You got to have it all. True. All right. So when we come back from, I I was going to say, when we come back from this next break, I want to get into a story about using the tools in our toolkit. I got a call from a buyer on Thursday. Hey, I got an accepted offer. Here are the circumstances. Uh, I want to bring you up to speed. I want to cover that and a lot more stories when we come back. You're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. Getting you into the home of your dreams. Here's more of the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickard on WTMJ. Welcome back. Uh, there's snow on the ground. Don't let that uh, keep you from getting out there and looking at uh, new listings that have gone up here recently or old listings. Those old listings, they want your offer more than the new ones are thirsty for it. So get out there and be looking at houses. Lord knows there's not a football game to watch with the green and gold. Uh, I'm David, uh, that other guy over there, that's Dad, that's Brian. And Dad, I wanted to, uh, I've had two of these stories in the last few weeks. So so the the gist of it is, uh, so on Thursday, for example, the, the more recent one, I got a call. Hey, David, I got an accepted offer on our new house for, let's just say, $300,000. But the way okay. that we wrote the contract, my my uncle is going to we wrote a cash offer and my uncle oh. you know provided the letter that he's got the I don't have the cash my uncle has the cash and so here's here's my we're going to close on the new house cash and then David I'm going to call you because I want to you know give some money back to my uncle I don't want to you know take the whole 300 so I'm going to take out a loan of 100,000 and I'm going to use that. Okay. I'm going to still use what they'll end up calling a gift of 200, you know. But I just wanted to let you know that uh, we've got this accepted offer. It's coming down the pike. It's coming down the pike, exactly. And so, like any you know good mortgage practitioner, I took this kind of story, and I said, "Look, uh, Joe, not his real name." I said. I totally understand. And tight closing, too. So they called on Thursday. They're closing like the middle of February. Not the tightest thing in the world, but still, we got to giddy up. And I said, I totally understand what you're trying to do. You're trying to, you want to get into the new place. You wanted to bring the hammer. Hey, here's a cash offer. Bam. You know, say yes. But I I want to provide you some. By the way, all good ideas. All good ideas. But I want to provide you with some advice because here's the thing. I interest rates now more than ever, and especially given the changes that we described in the first part of our show, cash out refinance, which is what he was describing. Hey, you know, we're going to pay 300 and then I'm going to yank this money back out to give back to my uncle. That interest rate is going to be probably a half percent or more worse than if, here's my idea, let's line up a mortgage from the get-go when you arrive at the closing table to buy the property. So we all arrive Absolutely. in the middle of February. Your uncle, Instead of your uncle having to write a $300,000 check, let's just begin with the end in mind. I forget who said that. Begin with the end in mind. Your uncle writes a $200,000 check and Acunet lines up a $100,000 mortgage, which you wanted anyway. Uh, it's changing the timing. And, and it's because... People walking around in their daily lives are not in tune with the uh, intricacies of 
of mortgage financing in America yeah, exactly. in 2023. And, and one of the 10 things that matters is, hey, are you using this money to buy a home or are you pulling it out? And that's called a cash-out refinance. And the unfortunate fact of the matter is cash-out refinance mortgages are less attractively priced than if you're buying. It's true. Well, and here's the other thing, Dad. I think if there was a drinking game when we get asked the question about gift tax, we would all be stumbling oh, yeah. at our desks because for sure in this conversation, mm -hmm. I got, well, David, but you know, like, what do I need to tell my uncle about gift tax? Dad, what's the answer to gift tax? Evil gift tax. You should talk to your, your uncle should talk to his tax advisor so that he learns there is only a $12 million per person lifetime limit. And it's 12 yeah. point something this year. Yes. So all that happens if you give more than the annual uh, exemption. And I believe the annual exemption went up this year. Is it 17,000? 17. Now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 17,000. 17, so you can... I can give you seventeen thousand. Uh, you could give your sister sister seventeen thousand. You can give anybody seventeen thousand dollars, and you don't have to report a darn thing to the IRS. If you give somebody eighteen thousand dollars, then you have to fill out a form uh, mm -hmm. and say, "Hey, I gave a thousand dollars more uh, than my seventeen thousand annual limit. Please count that against my twelve million dollar lifetime exemption." There's no tax that's got to get paid by anybody. Check with your tax advisor to make sure you know because you're going to be. Everybody will give that answer 17000 It's true. Good. All right. More stories from the front lines of mortgage and real estate coming up right after the news. Now it's time to turn it over to Wyatt Barmore-Pooley in the 24-hour news desk. Over to you, Wyatt. Don't break the bank to get into a house. Back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickard on WTMJ. Welcome back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm David. That's Brian. By the way, if you have a question or comment, you can call or text us on the old National Bank Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. Dad, I was uh, as I was telling that story about the family member with the cash offer helping, you know, uncle helping, I'm going to say junior, with the with their get their accepted offer. That has been a yeah. theme ever since the craze began. We've gotten lots of phone calls on the, you know, well, I don't have, so let's just say it this way. David wants to go write an offer. David does not have the pile of money to declare, I'm going to write a cash offer. But I got Brian back here. He's got a pile of money and he's going to help me write this cash offer dear seller say yes what is your as you've heard that or people have asked the question you've said what the weakness in having a person you know father mother grandfather uncle be the person with the cash is they're not party to the contract between the buyer and the seller so you know not there's a and, and apparent apparently these folks that you're dealing with they were able to get it done. And so they were able to convince the seller and the listing agent that it's okay, even though my contractually obligated buyer doesn't have the cash, his relative does, and you're okay with that, right? Because under the Wisconsin offer, you have to provide proof, right. um, either in the form of statements, and you can redact the uh, account number, or you can get a letter from the financial institution holding the money to say, yep, uh, David does, in fact, have the cash. Well, in your case, it wouldn't be the actual buyer. It would have been his uncle uh, providing that proof. 
And then it's just a sales job, I guess. You have to convince but, the party on the other side of the desk I, that that's close enough. I know, but like even as you're saying the words, I'm thinking to myself, well, what if my uncle, ch- what if my uncle changes his mind? What if I write an offer on some ugly house and he's like, oh, I don't want to help you buy this hideous house. And if he's not party to the Did contract, mention, that's yeah, happened. We've had that happen. No, yeah. Not, not, on, not on a full cash offer, but this was on a gift where the relative had promised to give, let's say, $25,000 as a gift. Yeah. And then they didn't like the house that the person was writing. I don't know, I'm not giving you the gift. Yeah. That's terrible. And so well, because that's what I was going to say was you, you said this just a minute ago. I always like to think if it was Brian or David selling our house, you know, one of our personal houses and we got an offer from, you know, Joe, but it was Joe's uncle who had the money. Our immediate response as the sellers would be your uncle needs to be on this contract because if he it's great that he has said in words that he will commit to doing this but good faith is not the same as your name is on the paperwork and you are committed to this okay but now here's the other factor it is a slightly softer market right and so maybe the offer you're discussing with the one step removed cash uh, holder, maybe that's the best offer that they had because maybe the other offer could be. was 3% down, you know, or not as high a price as opposed or, to you know, 100% down. On the suit. Yeah. Right, right. Because let's, you know, not to get too much in the weeds, but the buyer would still be obligated to buy because he's writing without the benefit of a uh, mortgage contingency. Yes. Uh, do you happen, have you seen the offer yet? Did it have an appraisal I contingency? Have. It did not have it. It had neither it? an appraisal contingency nor financing contingency. Okay, so those are, uh, of the two, I would say that most sellers are happiest about not having an appraisal contingency. Because remember, yeah. if that box is checked, it says, hey, I'll buy your house as long as it appraises for the accepted offer price. So in oh. the pantheon of what makes an offer most attractive in the eyes of a seller, the absence of an appraisal contingency is number one, in my opinion. And then the bigger the down payment, the better in the eyes of the seller. Go ahead, David. Yeah. Can I, I would just, I want, I've wanted to say this for two weeks. There's no such thing as a cash offer. There's simply an offer not contingent on financing. Wrap your mind around that one. Come on. Oh, well, yeah. Although if you wanted to, if you wanted to, as a buyer, you could put in extra language that you know, you can either strike out the provision that's in the Wisconsin contract that allows oh, yeah. you to get a mortgage even when you're writing without a financing contingency. So you could literally strike that out, yep. or you could make a representation in the contract that says, and I swear I will not be getting a mortgage on this property. So you could make it happen. What are we going to talk about when we come back there, David? You're kind of driving the bus today. Well, I want to I want to tell a story. I've had another couple other stories of what I'm going to call the uh, – reverse math we've got some home buyers who have inquired and it's not necessarily how you know how much can you approve me for for a purchase price it's beginning with the mortgage then arriving at how much they want to buy based upon how much down payment they want to make i'll get into the specifics Uh when we come back you're listening to the acunet mortgage and realty show on the biggest stick in the state am 620 wtmj It's here on consignment from over 10,000 nationwide partners. From very high-end, distinctive furniture, unique antiques and original art, to tasteful home decor that can fit almost any budget. Premium home decor priced right. 
at 25 to 40% off retail prices. This is Katie with Design Exchange, where discerning buyers with discriminating tastes come to find premium home decor at a value. Design Exchange in Heartland and Pewaukee. Design Exchange. Smart interior designers know that what they'll see here is going to be almost impossible to find anywhere else, especially at our consignment prices. Premium home decor that's gently loved and close to new. And what we carry can raise the wow factor of anyone's home decor. This is Katie with Design Exchange, where discerning buyers with discriminating tastes come to find premium home decor at a value. Design Exchange in Heartland and Pewaukee. Design Exchange. It's time to dive in for the opening weekend of the Milwaukee Symphony Orchestra's Water Festival. Join music director Ken David Mazur and percussion soloists Christopher Lamb, Robert Klieger, and Chris Riggs for percussion and interludes running January 20th through the 21st at the Bradley Symphony Center. Call the box office now at 414-291-7605 to reserve your seats or visit mso.org. Hear how composer Tan Dun transforms water into percussion with his water concerto and Benjamin Britten's evocative 4C interludes from the opera Peter Grimes. Hail Stork's American Port of Call and Smetna's beloved symphonic poem The Moldau round out this aqua-centric spectacular. Percussion and Interludes runs January 20th through the 21st only. Visit mso.org for tickets or call 414-291-7605 and be sure to ask about special two-for-one festival pricing. Academ Mortgage is an equal housing lender, NMLS ID 255368. Thanks for listening to today's show. Hey, if you'd like to get started with a no social security number required refi checkup, a second opinion, or a rock solid pre approval to buy, all you have to do is click on the blue button at acunet.com. That's A C C U N E T.com. What's a pirate's favorite class? I don't know. Art. Wow. What kind of socks do pirates wear? I give up. Argyle. Why the bad pirate jokes? Because the Parker Bedroom Collection at Penny Mustard reminds me of an old pirate treasure chest. That's true. Old school solid wood construction, forever tight bed brackets, and drawer bottoms you can stand on. Plus, the Parker bedroom comes with hidden secret compartments. The perfect place to store your bountiful booty. Enough with the pirate jokes. Why did the pirate go on vacation? To get some R&R. Stop. How did the pirate become a lawyer? He passed the bar. Ugh. Did you hear about the pirate movie? Let me guess. It's rated R. No, PG. I give up. The Parker Bedroom with queen bed, six-drawer dresser, landscape mirror, and three-drawer nightstand starting at 9373 at Penny Mustard. Showrooms in Milwaukee and Chicago. PennyMustard.com. Better versions of what people want. Penny Mustard Furnishing. Important home buying questions and answers you can count on. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. Don't forget, you can grab a podcast of today's show wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Dad, so uh, I've got a story here now of two sisters who are who want to buy a house together, which as like 30 seconds ago, as I was thinking, two sisters, I was thinking, would I buy a house with Grace? And I love my sister, but no way. So God bless these two if they want to buy a house together. But so you, uh, years ago, I remember you saying a phrase, when you're buying a house, you're going to run out of one of two things first, you know, in terms of like how much house can you buy? You're either going to run out of income uh, because your financial blood pressure, as we like to say, tips over the scale, your debt to income ratio, 
or you're going to run out of down payment, which I think for, you know, nine out of 10 first time home buyers, down payment is the thing that they run out of before income. Um, Correct. Because because down payment, if you don't have more than the $10,000 in your account, well, I, I can't lend you or I can't help you buy an $800,000 house with a $10,000 down payment. So for these two Correct. sisters, the, so the other wrinkle is that they are servers. They work at a local restaurant. And so um, that is any time. Tip income, perhaps? Tip income? Tip, yep. Tip income which is totally okay. We have helped many, many folks who work in the service industry qualify using tip income, but it's different. And so what I said to them was, look, before you, th this, this was a prime example of why rock solid pre-approval. We need to button up every stitch of your income before you go out into the world and start falling in love with houses because your income yeah. is different. It's not you're not making $60,000 salary at Johnson Controls. You've got variable income that's called tip. So we ended up getting the documentation of verification of employment. We submitted that to underwriting and they approved the what I'm going to say the math on what we would declare their qualifying income. Because ultimately, dad, I wanted to be able to tell them, here is the maximum amount of mortgage that I can lend you. The the answer for the Which show really means, means monthly payment, right? Well, it's really, right, exactly. really you're telling them, here's how much monthly payment you can afford. And I hope you, and I'm sure you did, reminded them that the amount of property taxes on a given oh, yes. home are equally important to the amount of the mortgage in the principal and interest payment, but go on. Well, and so it kind of, it turned the mortgage experience, I think, kind of just in reverse. You know, so I, what I said to them, just for example, I said the the maximum amount of mortgage, like you said, depending on property taxes, let's just say $200,000. But for oh, them, wow. but for them, they've got a ton of down payment. And so it was this kind of, it's reverse engineering. It's like, I can lend you $200,000. Your choice then if you buy a house for two twenty-five, I'm still going to show up with the mortgage for two hundred. You're going to show up with twenty-five thousand for your down payment. If there's if though if there's a house that you love and it's worth it to you, and let's say it's two forty-eight, I'm still showing up with just two hundred thousand dollars for the mortgage because that's the most that I can lend you, and you guys got to show up with the other forty-eight thousand. I think that's very how different. Do they well, they were all for it because. You know, we we were st from the mortgage side of it. We're still showing up with a ton of money, and then they still felt yeah. comfortable bringing, you know, what I'm going to call the gap, because I think for any, it's not just these folks; it's for any home buyer. It just depends if the house is worth it. If it's worth it to them to buy a little more house and, and bring that little much more, because the mortgage is a what I'm going to say a fixed amount given the income that we can use. It's all up to them. And just an uh, interesting aside, when I was getting ready for the show today, I came across a Zillow article where they have a team of economists, like a lot of the big publicly traded companies. And I was surprised that in the survey of home, uh, what do you want to call it, wannabe home buyers, 19% of home shoppers said they are considering buying with a friend or family member that is not their spouse or partner. Wow. Just, like these sisters. 
Yeah. So apparently, you know, the affordability crisis, because there is a crisis in America on home affordability that's not getting any better. This is one way to solve it is, hey, buy it with a sister, brother, friend. All right. What are we going to talk about when we come back in the final segment of the show? You want to talk about my Florida guy? Yes. Yes, I absolutely. Let's talk about Florida buying second homes. I want to talk about that. When we come back, you're listening to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Find a place to call home without the headache. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickard on WTMJ. The AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show broadcasting in southeastern Wisconsin, but licensed not only in the great state of Wisconsin, but also Illinois, Minnesota, and Florida, which as I quickly Google, what's the weather in Naples, Florida? 80, sunny, beautiful. So, Dad, it's like people uh, choose to move, buy second homes down in Florida or, for your client, build a new place down in the Sunshine State. Correct. And this happens to be because he is a retired business owner now uh, from southeastern Wisconsin. Oh, uh, This is going to be his primary residence. So even better. Because remember, yeah. folks, the, the terms that we're able to offer on primary residences are now superior uh, to vacation homes. There was a long period of time where... The pricing on a Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac eligible mortgage uh, was the same between primary residences and vacation homes. Um, as of what was it, last spring? Yeah. Uh, it, it, the world changed. So anyway, so and this person happens to be buying in the Jacksonville area because mm. one thing people sometimes learn when they become Florida year-round residents is it gets really hot in south, the southern part of Florida in yeah. the summer. Yeah. And so they actually are intentionally buying a little farther north in the Sunshine State to have a more um, uh, not as hot uh, summertime. So yeah. anyway, they're buying new construction. I think they're buying from Lennar, which is a big national home builder. And so, and this is actually Jerry's client, but I happen to be consulting on it. And late in the discussion, it comes out that, oh, yeah, and I'm getting a $10,000 credit from the builder. So if you've been reading any national articles about the housing industry, home builders are having lots of people cancel their contracts, you know, because of rising interest rates and whatever fear that rates are going to be falling. And so uh, new home builders, because remember, they're already committed to building X number of homes, right? These things just don't you just don't decide, hey, I'm going to build a home tomorrow. You got to buy the dirt. You got to put the roads in. You know, you got to pour the foundations. So you are, if there is a segment that we do not have in southeastern Wisconsin, it's uh, tract building, right? Right. Homes yep. put up by Pulte or Lennar or KW Homes. You see these in places like Phoenix and lots in Florida and I'm sure in Texas. Um, so California, you got a lot of tract building. Uh, so with this ten thousand dollars of money, I think the house they're buying is like four hundred grand. E- even in Florida, where closing costs are higher because you have taxes on mortgages and real estate, yep. um, it's hard to spend ten grand. And so what we quickly came up with was the idea of using what's called a temporary buy down. This is where we charge somebody money, and in this case, we're going to charge our home buyer 
like, let's say, one point. But what we're going to do, instead of having that money reduce the rate over the life of the loan, we're going to concentrate it, and it's going to reduce the effective payment for the first year of the loan. Right. Not all 30 years, just the first year. Hence, that's why it's called a temporary buy-down. We're squishing down the payment. And literally, we're going to take that money, and we're going to put it in a special escrow account, and it's going to supplement his monthly payment. Uh, for the first 12 months. So it's going to be like he's only paying uh, like 4.75 for the sure. first year, 4.75, something like that. And um, and then using the what I was going to say, using the $10,000. Yeah, using the builder's money to have a lower payment. That's awesome. Because if he doesn't use that money, it goes away, right? Because they've agreed to pay up to $10,000 of closing costs. If he, if he only has 5000 of closing costs, oh, builder wins. Yeah. So by being cognizant and being good, you know, physicians and hearing all the facts of this patient that walks into our, our exam room and saying, aha, and here's the best part. Because, of course, this, this home buyer is thinking rates are going to come down, and he has some financial acumen. So he is a strong believer that in the next year or two, rates are going to come down. Yes. If we end up refinancing before all of the subsidy gets used up, he gets the money back. Holy he cow. He gets the money okay. back out of that account. Yeah. So either way, he doesn't have to, you know, own the house or doesn't have to stay in this mortgage for the full year in order to get that money. And the way that he gets it back is not in the form of a check. It'll be knocked off his uh, principal balance. It'll be subtracted from his principal balance when we refinance him sometime in the next year, if rates do come down, which we expect they will. By the way, new forecast from the Mortgage Bankers Association, and they see rates um, trending down to as low as 5.2 by the end of this year for the 30-year fixed rate. Big difference between their opinion and Fannie Mae, by the way. So a, a diversity of opinions. All right, David, you want to wrap it up and take it home? Well, yeah, I mean, from their lips to God's ears, we're not there yet. And as I like to say, you have to buy the house first in order to be able to refinance it later to get a lower rate. And it's not a guarantee either. And so Acunet's got the tools to either make sure you're getting the best rate and cost that you can right now using ingredients like income to make sure you're getting that lower rate and lower cost. All you got to do to get started on your rock-solid pre-approval is click on the blue button at acunet.com. That's A-C-C-U-N-E-T.com. That's all the time we have today. We'll be back same time next week. You've been listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. The Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show is paid for in full by Acunet Mortgage, LLC, an equal housing lender, consumeraccess.org, number 255368. The advice and opinions expressed during the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts and guests of Acunet Mortgage, LLC, and not WTMJ or Good Karma Brands.